For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk. If you don't follow me on Twitter, this is the IDP Army podcast, where we are talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football. Today, I'm going to finish up my ranking series that I've been going on for a few weeks now, finish out my top 24 defensive backs for 2022 IDP fantasy football. So stick around. It's going to be a great show. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to all of our Patreons, everyone who supports this channel, makes this possible. If you are not part of the Patreon, please consider joining the Patreon or the channel to help support us in this growing, uh, the growing this brand for fantasy football. Uh, everyone that, you know, if you don't want to do that and you still want to, you know, you're getting value from our show, whether that be the podcast or the video uh, that's on YouTube. Uh, do me a favor, share it in your league, share it with a friend. That's all I ask. Uh, if you, you know, if you don't want to actually, you know, throw money at us, get us out there in front of more people because we we think we put out a good product here as far as our content um, and as far as our, uh, you know, behind the scenes stuff on the Patreon, you know, our premium rankings, um, answering all the questions, um, you know, everything else we do over there. So shout out to our Patreons. If you're not on the Patreons, do you want to be? Check us out on patreon.com forward slash the IDP army and everyone else. Go ahead and give us a share, a thumbs up, a like, all that good stuff really goes a long way. So. Before we get into the show, which, like I said today, we're going to be covering the top 24, well, the back half. So we're doing 13 through 24 on defensive backs. Um, we want to talk about a couple of things as we get closer to the season. We're going to be ramping up our content big time um, across a lot of different things. So I do actually just want to show you guys, uh, guys and gals, just a sample of what this might look like. Okay, um, pull this up. So a weekly schedule for us in season. Monday weekly recap that'll probably be in the morning. That'll be a podcast. And you see, I have a little uh, legend here. So the podcast, a new podcast, a YouTube video, or a space on Twitter. I'm going to be hosting Twitter spaces every day on Twitter at 9 a.m. Eastern daily. Jump in those. We'll be talking NFL updates, fantasy football, you know, takes information throughout the week as you know, as the season goes on, helping people set their rosters, helping people make waiver wire decisions, things like that. But uh, Monday mornings, weekly recap from mostly the IDP side of things, but we'll talk about everything there. That'll be on all three platforms. Tuesday, you can expect your IDP waiver wire video and podcast to go out as well. Uh, we'll have a space that day again. On Wednesday, the ranking show will be filmed and released. At the very latest, it'll be released Thursday morning, just depending on how late on Wednesday I'm working on my rankings. Um and then the Dynasty Tailgate should be dropping as well. That will be dropping on the YouTube channel and on the podcast feed. Um, and then the Dynasty and the ranking show, that'll be uh, both those spots as well. Um, Thursday, offensive points. Those guys will come on, talk you through their DFS lineups going into Sunday. Uh, talk about the week preview as they see it. 
from a mostly offensive standpoint, but they'll talk about both sides of the ball. And then on Thursday, we'll start kicking off the underdog content that we're going to do because I'm going to focus a lot on weekly underdog drafts because I do a lot of those. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, Underdog's one of the sponsors of this channel. Go use the link in the description of the podcast or the video. Sign up for Underdog. They're our partners. We get money uh, by partnering with them, and you guys uh, can go win some money on Underdog. So we'll be doing weekly drafts. We'll be going over you know, how our teams are doing in the tournaments that we're doing this summer, the Best Ball Mania, the Puppy, etc. Um, we'll be you know, streaming those as well on Thursday. Friday, we'll again be doing Underdog drafts, uh, going over teams, doing a live stream, stuff like that. And then Saturday, new thing this year, we'll be doing a Patreon's only live stream on Saturday nights. So if you're in any level of membership of the Patreon or the YouTube channel on Saturday nights, there's going to be time set aside just for y'all, just answering all of your questions, helping you make lineup decisions and all that good stuff. Something new I wanted to add this year um, that I, you know, really just want to start helping you guys really build your teams out um, and, you know, get, get physical and get personal. Um, and have some fun with you guys uh, and gals, everyone that supports us. So that'll be on Saturdays. <clears throat> then Sunday we'll be doing for the fourth year running the Sunday IDP Live. Be running that on the channel as well as doing that on a space. Um, so that's like a sample of what a week will look like in season for us. Um, there will probably be some weeks where we don't hit everything or we add extra stuff or things happen. You guys know how the fantasy football season is. But this is what a sample week's going to look like here on the channel, here on the podcast feed for everybody uh, going forward. So, you know, this is a full-time gig, as you can see. So, like I said, support us. You know, join the Patreon. You're going to get our live streams on Saturday nights. You're also going to get all our premium rankings and all that good stuff. Um, so, we appreciate that. Now, let's go ahead and move to the IDP ranking show. That's what you're here for, right? So... I'm going to talk through my top 24 defensive backs, but only the back half because I've already talked about my top 12. But before that, I want to preface that by saying all the other rankings are up. The linebackers, the defensive line, and this will be the last of the defensive backs for this 2022 season. I have two sleeper videos up. I'm going to do a third, probably a fourth. Each one of those features seven uh, IDP sleepers, um, which on my last one, I added Denzel Perryman. Got some little bit of flack for it, but his ADP or his ranking is like linebacker like 30 on fantasy pros so I, you, somebody's gonna be helped by having him on that video um but to say all that is now that the idp rankings are done as like the foundational content for people you know coming here looking for that we're gonna be diving headfirst into a lot of our offensive content doing a lot more uh daily probably a daily draft on underdog here for best ball talking through adp shifts for redraft as well just talking through training camp and all that stuff, we'll still be doing defensive stuff, IDP stuff, individual player videos. Like I said, I'll probably do one to two to three more sleeper videos. We'll do rankings update videos, but uh, the IDP content, as far as me doing that exclusively, which I've been doing for about a month and a half, two months now, just to make sure that I'm getting this stuff out there and done properly. Um, that's going to slow down. I'm going to start getting into the offensive side of things as well, but I'll still be kicking it with the defensive, uh, the IDP army and crew, obviously like that's what we do, but fantasy football is an all inclusive game from my point of view. So wanted to get that stuff out of the way and I guess we're going to do the ranking. So won't, won't drag this one on too, too long. You know, these are bad. These are, you know, DB twos and, you know, maybe some of these guys will be threes. Defensive back, a lot of people say is the most replaceable position. So, you know, you don't want to overpay for these guys, and we don't want to 
spend too much time breaking it down because anything can happen. But that being said, defensive back 13 for me going into this year is Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans. Kevin Byard, honestly, I sleep on him every single year. Uh, had 111 tackles last year, had 88 tackles this year. 13 pass deflections. That's a really good number. 0.23 points per snap. Not like super duper high, but he played a shit ton of snaps. Um, had five interceptions as well to go along with that. And you can see here with his uh, scorecard from this last year, sometimes, you know, hit those single digit numbers. Looks like week 15, 17, and two. But he also really hit those home run weeks. Uh, 40 points against Jacksonville. Um, and he uh, had a 23-point uh, a game against Indiana, a 31-point game against New England, um, and really kept himself, you know, as a solid defensive back option all through the season, even though it was a little more boom-bust than you might have liked. Got him a defensive back 13 going into this year, not really much new competition going on, only 28 years old. Uh, I think this Titans defense will spend a lot of time on the field, so I like that ranking for Kevin Byard. So... Number 14 for me this year, defensive back 14, is Tracy Walker. Honestly, could probably move him up a little bit. My, you know, I've been a big fan of Tracy Walker the last few years. He's gone through some crazy stuff with Matt Patricia and people just not really, you know, thinking he was a very good player. But I've always, you know, believed that he was a better player than he kind of got credit for. Um, he was worth keeping on the field even when he was being taken off. Uh, was very bullish on him last year, and a lot of people were kind of fading him. I think I might have even had him ranked higher last year than this year. Uh, but he went out this last year, had a career-high 108 tackles, five pass deflections, uh, 0.25 points per snap, which in any defensive position is a good number. At a defensive back position, that's a really, really good number. Uh, played 15 games this last year, 882 snaps. And they brought him back. You know, they like Tracy Walker. The new regime likes the way he plays football. I've always kind of been a fan. I've been a fan of his. Uh, and I think DB14, where I have him ranked, is probably a little low, considering some of the, the weeks he's turned in, some of the seasons he's turned in. In 2019, you know, in 12 games, he had 103 tackles. Uh, made a big impact for a lot of people in IDP that season. And I said he was dealing with Matt Patricia this, you know, last couple of years, but I think he's in on trajectory this season to have a, another really, really solid year. So I've got Tracy Walker from the Detroit Lions as my DB14, like right on that borderline DB1, DB2 area. I think that's I think that's fair. Jalen Thompson, okay, I've seen him ranked pretty high for a lot of teams. Uh, my DB15 going into this season, the other safety uh, on the Arizona Cardinals that's making a lot of people kind of question what they feel, think, or believe about the value of Buda Baker. I brought this up with the Buda Baker, you know, in the, the video before this, the defensive backs, the top 12, um, where I do still have Buda in my top 12. Thompson was kind of, kind of, kind of just got all really lucky the way his season went. Buda Baker still played the high leverage snaps. Buda Baker was still extremely efficient. Thompson just kind of broke out in a way that I don't think a lot of people saw happening. I uh, was given a lot more tackling opportunities just in general than Buddha as well. Buddha still remains the more efficient player. That being said, Jalen Thompson, I think this Arizona defense and team just in general is not good. I feel pretty justified saying that. Uh, he'll be on the field a lot. Seven pass deflections this last year, 79 solo tackles. That's a big number. 
three interceptions, three tackles for loss. Like I said, he doesn't play up by the line of scrimmage very much. He's more in the box. Um, but overall, still, I think, a great pick this year. I know I was looking at the fantasy, uh, the, the ESPN's projections and rankings, and they have him basically flip-flopped. I have them ranking uh, with, with Buda Baker. They have Buda Baker like 15, 16, and Jalen Thompson at like five or six. And then I have Jalen Thompson at 15, 16, Buda Baker at five or six. So it's interesting because we're all kind of projecting them to both be good. And it's just, you know, kind of picking your picking your spots. But I, you guys know, guys and gals kind of know my thesis is I like the high leverage snaps because you can get more done with one play. And I like guys with a track record of a lot of success. Jalen Thompson broke out this year. He's been in the league for I think this was his third or fourth year. Uh, Buda Baker is a known, established top-end defensive back, so I'm not going to fade him too far. Um, so let's go on. DB 16 going to years. Von Bell, very high on Von Bell last year, still high on Von Bell this year. Uh, came in just short of 100, uh, you know, uh, tackles here. It says I pulled in his his uh, <coughs> little blurb. Um, had over 100 tackles last season. 0.22 points per snap. Jesse Bates actually tweeted just this morning something, you know, cryptic-ish. We don't know if Jesse Bates is going to be on the Bengals this next year. I think they have till Friday of this upcoming week, which, would, you know, this is 7-12 when I'm recording this. Uh, So that will kind of play itself out. Either either way, Von Bell still on the team, and this team has been extremely productive for safeties over the last three, four, five years, especially for IDP. Uh, Von Bell, career-high five tackles for loss this year. Don't want to let that go overlooked. And a career-high eight pass deflections. So he had a career-high in some of these impact plays, been in the league since 2016, and had the second most tackles of his career. Like I just said, this team, the, the, the Bengals, defensive backs, they eat. When guys who play these positions, points come to them. Uh, DB16, he's probably going to finish higher than that, and you're probably not going to have to pay more than DB16 for him. That's where I've got him ranked going into this year. Uh, would not shock me at all if he finished higher. And if I'm being honest, I might, you know, he, Tracy Walker, I think the next guy on this list actually has a legitimate case to be moved up a little bit. Yeah, it is the next guy on this list. That's Jeremy Chen. Um, even as I was making these rankings, it was kind of like, eh, how do I get, where do I want to put Chen? Um, I don't have him in a lot of leagues, so I was kind of not like, not sure what he was doing last year, but I was just, I know he had less impact plays last year than he did as a rookie. Uh, so I just, just knowing that know that he probably didn't get on the highlight reels a whole lot more still had a great season. Um, but I will say, you know, I have here in his little blurb participating in off season workouts. He did have an ankle injury towards the end of the season. Um, but if he didn't have to have surgery, that's good. We like that 0.23 points per snap. A solid number, not an elite number or a great number, but still a good number. Uh, before I go a little bit more on about Chin and you know why I, um, you know why I think he's gonna have a good year, I do want to say um, also going forward for the Patreon members, I'm gonna start. You know, this is live right now on the YouTube channel. We got some people viewing it. Appreciate y'all. Gonna start doing these live uh, recordings of just the IDP content for the IDP Army as like a private video on the YouTube and on Patreon. That being said, it'll be dropped onto the feed like right after. I think that's how I'm going to start doing that. But I want the, you know, just to continue to add value to the community. Uh, if you all have questions, there's like people in the comments right now, go ahead, ask them. Um, obviously, I would love to help and assist in any way I can. 
but I did have a note right here that I needed to say that quickly because I've been toying with how I want to add more value with like video content to the Patreon without taking like massive value away from the overall audience, you know, with this information, because this isn't like secret information like we're going to have on Saturday nights when we do the Patreon's only live stream. That's when the secret alpha happens. But on all these shows, you know, everybody gets this eventually. But that's kind of how I'm going to differentiate. We'll see how it goes. Um, anyway. Back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back to what you're really here for. Jeremy Chin. Uh, I like, you know, I, in the last video I think I put up, I had Uter Gross Matos as a sleeper this year. I just really like the kind of cohesiveness of the unit that uh, Jeremy Chin plays on right now. Um, losing Hassan Reddick, yeah, I get that. But Jeremy Chin, very young, Uter Gross Matos, probably getting that spot. There's definitely a reason to think he could break out. Shaq Thompson, maturing, no longer like a young stud linebacker, but definitely a mature leader type of guy. Uh, Brian Burns still there, Derek Brown. There's a cohesion on this defense uh, that I like. Other thing, this defense is probably going to play a lot on the field because Baker Mayfield's there. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how long the drives are going to be sustained. Uh, Plenty of opportunities for Jeremy Chin to have a great year. Another great year. Still one of my favorite dynasty players in all of all fantasy football and IDP. Just drafted him yesterday in a mock I did, actually. Uh, but DB17, probably a little low. Like I said, there's a few guys on this list that in the next update video, maybe they, they're moved up. Maybe that's what you end up seeing happen. So uh, before we finish up with the last uh, four or five guys, I'm going to run this real quick. And then we'll get to it. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns. And quickly, I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players, rookies or veterans for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017 suggested trade values and a whole lot more including unique write-ups unique videos that will only be available within the ultimate idp index but to me probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly so you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment so what are you waiting for? Sign up for the IDP Army Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join the Black Ops tier and join the IDP Army today. Was it just me or was that video or that audio kind of weird? I don't know. That was a little spotty. Anyway, join the Patreon. You don't just give us stuff. We give you something back. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and we help you win your league, which is what you're really here for. So, back to what you are here for. Defensive back rankings. Joe Ron Curse. Cowboys fans, we've been you've been through a lot of safeties lately. I understand. Uh, Jerron Curse, 
had a huge season last year. Huge. 101 combined tackles, nine tackles for loss. Okay, a sack, 10 pass deflections, two interceptions. He was one of the most dynamic defensive playmakers on the Cowboys last year. 0.24 points per snap. And this was a team that had Micah Parsons on it, Demarcus Lawrence on it, um, Randy Gregory. You know what I'm saying? Like, there were some disruptive people. Uh, Trevon Diggs. Jerron Curse was able to make his mark on the field. Solid numbers all through the season. Uh, never dipped into that single-digit point at any point of the season, as you can see here from the graphic I've got. Uh, stayed like at a seven, uh, you know, steady 17, 18 points per game area. Love that. Love that. Definitely could make an argument for him to be a defensive back one for you next year. Um, and I, I think DB 18, where I have him ranked, is a good spot. I think you're going to be able to get him even later than that in drafts because this has been such a tumultuous position for a lot of people with him, Donovan Wilson. They brought in Keanu Neal last year. Um, I forget who the guy was even before that. That it's just kind of a lot of people just like the hands off, you know. And then there's a lot of mm, people not loving Trevon Diggs. So it's easy to kind of sleep on the secondary as a whole. Don't sleep on Jerron Curse. He's probably one of the better defensive back twos you could get this year. Uh, and you know for a fact he's going to be defensive back two price. Whereas, like I said, the, the players I mentioned right before this, Jeremy Chin, he could be drafted as a DB1 in some leagues this year. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me if that happened. Von Bell as well. But Jerron Curse is the guy I know for a fact you're going to be able to get as a DB2, and he's going to be able to bring you potentially some DB1 upside on the weekly. So on to our next guy, Xavier McKinney. A lot of people love him as a breakout this year. He will be entering his third year in the league. First season, he got hurt. This last year, he played, as you can see here, third most snaps among all defensive players. From an IDP standpoint, you love to see that. That means he's on the field a lot. If you look over here just a little bit to his advanced stats, the points per snap, pretty low, 0.19. Granted, he did play a lot of snaps. That means he had a lot of opportunities, and he didn't make a huge impact. Um, I, I don't really blame him for that because there wasn't a lot of impactful things happening for the Giants last year across the board. He did stay healthy. Love to see that. We have seen him make some plays before. Okay. Had five interceptions this last year. You know, 10 pass deflections. Didn't get anything really behind the line of scrimmage, though. Only one tackle for a loss. No quarterback hits. Be interesting to see if he's deployed the same way this year as last year with the departure of both Jabril Peppers and Logan Ryan. Uh Maybe we see a little bit more uh, diverse range from him as far as his production profile. Scooting up to the line of scrimmage, um, maybe getting a few more tackles for loss. Really like that. Really like that pass deflection number, though. And again, 17 games played, 16 healthy starts. Love to see that for a guy that's coming off a year injured. DB19, uh, wouldn't call him a sleeper, wouldn't really call him a breakout, uh, but don't sleep on him. Marlon Humphrey. Uh, defensive back, uh, 20 for me going into the year. Cornerback, last year's season was cut short. He had a, an injury in his pec. Just, I know, here on this on this uh, production profile, took a little snippet. Pass deflections were still very high for Marlon Humphrey this last year. Even though he played an abbreviated season, only 12 games, managed to put up 13 pass deflections, which is kind of crazy. He would have, essentially, if he would have played all season, he would have set a career high in pass deflections. In 15 games a year before, he had 11. In 15 games a year before, he had 14 in 
14 games the year before he had 15. So he was blowing his, you know, he, he was getting his hands on the ball a lot. Only one interception so far last year. Uh, tackles were still steady high. One of the best, one of the best, top three for sure, three, four defensive backs. That's a cornerback that you can play weekly in IDP across, you know, a mixed league or even in true positions. I would go out of my way to target a guy like Mar- Marlon Humphrey. Uh, also led the league in forced fumbles just two years ago with eight, two and a half sacks as well. He's all over the field. 25 years old right now, 26, I guess, soon. Still in his absolute prime. Uh, and he plays that slot corner position, you know, with that safety kind of mentality. So coming in at DB20 for me, Marlon Humphreys from the Ravens. We're getting close to the end here. Brandon Jones. I won't talk too much about Brandon Jones. I talked about him in my sleeper video a couple weeks ago. Go back and check that out. But I love Brandon Jones. Uh, I think he's just kind of a a jag, a guy that a lot of people don't know a lot about, didn't do a lot of things or pay a lot of attention to him last year. There was a lot of like splash plays happening on the Miami Dolphins, but it was like Andrew Van Ginkle was getting all the love. And um, so Brandon Jones, though, he has all the makings of a, a defensive back one, in my opinion. Had 79 tackles this last year in 13 starts. Uh, five sacks. He was basically doing like that Jamal Adams thing where he was getting home a lot. Uh, not a lot of pass deflections, only one, six tackles for a loss. But I, I see him getting on the field more than the 648 snaps he got on this last year. And I played him quite a bit this last year personally um, just because he's extremely efficient. Again, on that 648 snaps or 46 snaps, I mean, he had 79 combined tackles, five sacks, 10 quarterback hits, six tackles for a loss. Two fumble recoveries, forced fumble, a pass question, interception. There's guys that didn't have those numbers that played, you know, a thousand snaps. So keep your eyes on Brandon Jones. I, again, I said I won't talk about him too long. Here I am just gassing him up. All right, another cornerback on this list, Jalen Ramsey. Um, probably wouldn't have put him on this list except for his role changed a lot last year, and IDP managers would know that. If you look at his stats, um, Set a career high in quite a few things last year. Uh, combined tackles being one, 77 combined tackles, a career high. Set a career high in um, interceptions. Well, tied a career high in interceptions with four. Pass deflections was one shy of a career high of 16. Nine tackles for loss. So he was playing a different style of football. He had never had more than two tackles for loss in any season before. So you can kind of tell by the numbers he was playing a different style of football than he has played before, but it still worked out for him. Got his third all-pro nod, uh, also went to the Pro Bowl, and won the Super Bowl. So you can't – I mean, his resume at this point in his career is one of the best of any cornerbacks that's ever done it. And he said that the other day. I actually meant to pull up his tweet. He tweeted this the other day, basically like, I'm the best, and I've got the the resume to prove it now. Uh, And, I mean, I'm not going to argue with it. and I like this new position he plays. You know, if he's going to be getting 77 tackles and still being the dynamic playmaker that he is on the back end, and he's close to the line of scrimmage now, bumping a little, nine tackles for loss, I mean, this would be a very high-equity player again this year, I have no doubt in my mind. And you can see here, too, in this little blurb, you know, he even had surgery this offseason. He wasn't playing necessarily totally completely healthy last year. So take that as you will. I'm never one to shade Jalen Ramsey. I also don't ever like juice him up too, too much. Um, I think he's a cool cat, though, and happy for him. Kyle Hamilton, 
I won't go into this too much. I'll read here his blurb. Uh, Tuesday, Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton of the Baltimore Ravens have agreed to a, sh- a deal that will pay him $16.255 million. Hamilton is a unicorn prospect, played the safety position at an unheard of 6'4", 220 with a sideline-to-sideline range. Most NFL draft analysts pegged Hamilton as a top-five talent, but he fell away from that to pick number 14. Still a very high pick for any safety. Hamilton's elite size and athletic ability will allow him to be a versatile chess piece in John Harbaugh's defense. Hamilton joins the Ravens secondary that has been hampered by injuries last season, but is expected to rebound this upcoming season. Those injuries being Marcus Peters not playing last year and uh, losing Jalen, or who I just talking about, um, Marlon Humphrey, towards the uh, end of the season. Hamilton's going to add depth, and he's going to add versatility. Like they said, you're going to get a little pass rush out of him probably. You're probably going to get some of those tackles that uh, Patrick Patrick Queen is known for missing coming to Kyle Hamilton. He's just going to be a good playmaker. I think he's going to elevate the whole defense. Um, so I have him in my top 24 at DB23 going into the year. He's the only rookie on this list, but he's the only guy I think I would trust from week one to just kind of plug and play into my lineup and just kind of know that he's going to do what I need him to do, just based on him as a prospect. The final guy, 24, Taylor Rapp, another L.A. Ram here. All right. He had a good season last year, not great. Um, one of my favorite guys in in Dynasty right now because, you know, he he's kind of like a Jesse Bates light, you know, not a whole lot of tackles, but he's flirting with 100 when he's playing 16 games. Not a zillion pass deflections, but, I mean, he's doing enough to to warrant you playing him, you know, and kind of anticipating that. Can be a ball hawk. I think there's – I think we could get better years from him going forward. Uh, why do I say that? Sean McVay has brought in Eric Weddle a couple of times now. Um, there was some injury issues with their other secondary uh, safety, Jordan Fuller, as well as Taylor Rapp this last season. So there, it feels kind of inconsistent. But if you just take away last year where he was missing a lot of time, you know, if you look at his rookie season and this year as back-to-back seasons where he started 15 or more games, 100 combined tackles, 94 combined tackles, three tackles for loss, two tackles for loss, um, eight pass deflections, six pass deflections, two interceptions, four interceptions. As a rookie, I loved Taylor Rapp a lot. Uh, he he kind of came out of nowhere. He did a lot of the right things. Last year, it was tough to hold on because it was a bumpy – or two years ago, it was a tough ride. It was a bumpy ride, hard to hold on. But this last year, he kind of showed me again that he is who I thought he was. Didn't go as as far forward as I had hoped. But I think, like I said, that I still see him with a lot of green grass in front of him. And I, I do not think it is out of the question for him to just continue to be a great IDP asset. I think this year I would trust him as a DB2 uh, pretty confidently. And, one of the, you know, there's other guys that are out there that – I would not draft, you know, anyone on the Browns. You know, I mean, it's just I kind of know what I'm getting with Taylor Rapp. Like I said, Jesse Bates light. That's kind of how I'm feeling him right now. So IDP Army, I'm going to throw the schedule up here one more time. Just this again, this is just a concept schedule, but in season daily spaces on Twitter at 50 Shades of Drunk. Uh, We're going to be doing a podcast five days of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There will be a podcast drop. There will also be a video drop. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, there will be two live streams. The Saturday night is with the Patreon crew. Sunday is with everybody. All right? So, oh, got a comment. This is going to be fun. Good stuff. Keep up the nice work. Hey, 
Appreciate that, my guy. Thank you very much. Uh, like I said, share the show with a friend, a coworker, a league mate. You know, if you think we suck, even better, share share us more so we can hamstring your teammates. All right. Uh, that's my favorite pitch. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, anywho, I'm gonna shut this video down. Like I said, keep an eye out. A lot of the content going forward is going to. I mean, it's going to be just flowing. Offense. I'll be focusing a little bit more on the underdog platform, the offensive platform, as well as uh, we we have some other cool things coming. I won't get too too into it, but uh, uh, it's gonna be a fun year. All right, IDP Army. That's it for me. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.